Welcome to Boating Insights. This is a podcast about achieving your boating dreams, brought to you by Above and Beyond Boating. We deliver the leading courses to skipper your own boat. Hello, welcome back to Boating Insights. My name is Neil Driscoll, and today I'm going to be talking to you about the chug, 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 nothing. So when you try to start your engine and you you either start and can't and then it is unresponsive or it just will not run at all and now those of you that are not mechanically minded please do not um uh switch off just give me a couple of minutes and then you can decide this is not a podcast to run you through every single troubleshooting fixing engine mechanical uh issue this is very much designed to help you think about some of the bigger picture passage planning uh, considerations as part of what happens when you find yourself in that scenario, be it on a single engine vessel or a, a you know twin engine vessel, and we, you know we can have a look at some of those scenarios very soon. So, just to kind of delve in, make sure we're all clear on the idea. So. I, I want you to really, as you listen to this, try and keep it as relevant as you can to the boating that you're immediately doing and planning to be doing. So this could be a scenario that you've been out for the day and you were anchored up and you just go to start the engine to go home and it's unresponsive. This could be a scenario that you have just been, um, you know, on a passage and you're just about to start the engine to go in um, to a bay or you know it could be a scenario that you've um, you've been out at sea and uh, you, you know you've now you've found yourself in an emergency and you decide that you need the engines as part of managing that scenario and you know nothing's happened so any number of scenarios keep yourself there whatever you think is going to be most useful for you and you may even find with this particular episode that there's a bit of benefit if you've uh, if you do a couple of scenarios, maybe you do some racing and some cruising, that could even be worth kind of giving this a listen twice, where you focus on you know if the boating that you do it can be quite different, that you focus on one scenario in your mind and then you focus on another one as well, just to kind of try and tune in some of the differences. One of the most common errors that comes up in in a See, from a seamanship perspective, when uh, when you find yourself with what we'll, we'll just deem end, engine failure for the purposes of this podcast, okay, regardless of how how you how you got there or what the issue is or the symptoms that you're you're experiencing. So, one of the most common errors to make is actually to discover that you've got engine failure or perceived engine failure, um, and just rush straight into fixing it or trying to fix it and potentially losing all situational awareness of where you are uh, what are the traffics around what your immediate hazards such as lee shore so you know if there's a shore downwind of you um if there's rocks on your course uh, bars breaking waves shallow water you know basically that you can quite easily find yourself sort of head down with the tools out or in an engine bay which you know might be quite removed from what's going on on deck and that you've lost all your situational awareness now i'm not saying that you 
shouldn't fix the engine, but often there are more immediate things that need to go on to kind of stabilise the boat, make sure that there's a designated person in charge, make sure that you're on top of where you are. Not always, but in most scenarios, when you have engine failure, that's not the most pressing thing that's going on. It might be that someone else is in charge or that other people know what's going on or that you can put the boat on a safer course or any number of things. It'd be impossible to give you a specific answer because it's it's completely situational but it's usually not the best thing to do to just leave the deck and disappear into an engine bay and um leave everyone on crew without any instruction so with that as your starting point then you can kind of run on your own um kind of troubleshooting and management of the boat to work out what needs to be done now Many of you at this point, you know, you might be on a, a twin engine vessel. So you could have been on a, you know, motorboat that ha- that was running on two engines and now one's either you've had to shut it down or it shut down or prop wrap or whatever. Uh, it might be, you know, that you're on a twin engine boat and you've gone to start them and only one of them's played ball. But within this, be it how am I going to manoeuvre, how am I going to get in, it, it, it's important that you're reassessing your your entire passage management from this point onwards because hopefully everything that you've looked at, all the decisions you've made have factored in the contingency that you're on a twin engine vessel. So when you've thought about things, you've already kind of got in your mind Oh, well, if something happens to one of the engines, we've got this other one. The relevance being, you've now landed there. So you now need to just be reviewing, you know, how close you might get to headlands. What, what, how hard, you know, a classic um, twin engine error is because you are no longer making anywhere near the ground that you were, um, especially if you, you know, you're battling against the wind or something. It's very, very tempting to push the engine a bit harder to try and make up that extra ground. But yeah, as soon as you're running at higher revs, you run, you you're just closer to having issues with overheating or the engine having, you know, the working engine also being disabled. Then you've got all sorts going on depending on where you are and what the bigger picture is. So it's important to realise that at the point you've got one engine out of action and the other engine operational that you are now running with your reserve so you've got to keep that working you've got to potentially although it might really hurt you've potentially actually need to drop the revs that you're running that engine at just to make sure that you're really looking after it i mean there's a whole fuel management issue depending on how you if you've got setups to be able to transfer fuel from one tank to another but yeah you've probably got time to kind of give those kind of things consideration you've got to You've got to have been a long way out to sea for that kind of thing to become an issue. And hopefully, if you're that far out, these are issues that you solved well before you departed. But just basic stuff, you know, not just pushing the working engine twice as hard to try and regain some of the lost um, speed over ground. And then, uh, you know, potentially finding yourself with no engines. Now, also, you know, some of you might be on, you know, single engine motorboats uh, twin engine motorboats um sailing vessels twin engine sailing vessels and there's going to be a full range of scenarios here which is why i'm trying to keep kind of vague but you're worth remembering if you're on a sailing boat there's a reason they call it an auxiliary engine so 
it is meant to be there as a you know a backup to the sales which is all well and good as long as the conditions are such that you can actually you know sale you know that you can get the sales set that you can safely make ground um it might be that it's just too windy to get the sails up or the only sail you can get up is the headsail but the wind's blowing you offshore um might be that you're um you're becalmed um and so you might you know at this point hopefully you've already given yourself you know you've thought to yourself about what depth you'd be able to anchor in or if you need to put a sea anchor out or uh how you could get safely to a point that you can anchor all these considerations now they're all part of your passage planning and when you're weighing up the bolt holes for your trips it's worth worth remembering bolt holes aren't always harbors they might be somewhere that you anchor or that you deploy a sea anchor or that you hove to being blown away from danger while you're fixing um, an issue like a steering issue or in this case a mechanical engine issue just part of your plan things that we need to really think through now at this point familiarity with your boat is a huge advantage um so often the engine not starting could be something really simple you know uh the engine's in gear or the battery's not switched on or um you've the luckiest person in the world in that you you know you've hit a a lobster or a crab pot but just by um changing into um neutral and letting the prop free spin it's just untangled itself i mean sometimes you get really lucky sometimes you don't so understanding the um the symptoms you know no noise probably means this or you know if i'm hearing hearing this noise this is happening or if i'm starting the engine and it's cutting out this is happening these are all things that we um you know introduce through our through our training courses as well um especially understanding the systems through the online skipper course so that's a, a great place to kind of train yourself for learning these things if you haven't done that already uh but really knowing your own boat and within that what tools you carry i mean if you're carrying lots of tools do you actually know how to use them if you're carrying lots of spares do you understand how to how you would how and when you would use uh use those and so all of these things kind of come into play because you know simple stuff but you know it might be that you already know oh hang on a minute actually this is something i can fix very quickly guys keep an eye on that vessel hold this course um i'll be back uh and if i can't fix it in the next couple of minutes i'll come back and then we'll reassess or it might it, it might be that you go oh, okay i'm absolutely certain that that's a battery issue i don't have any other way of solving that immediately I'm, i've got to do this and so it, it it will always it will always vary on your boat but the more you know about your own boat how to access things what you're carrying how you might um diagnose symptoms and then hopefully fix them will all just come with experience at this stage please if you are someone who just thinks oh look i'm not mechanical just take on board to some degree you're gonna have to learn uh if you want to go on to you know bigger trips you don't have to be able to be of a you know an extreme level where you can dismantle your whole engine and put it back together armed only with a teaspoon but you'd if you're going to be responsible for people's lives and you're going to step up and be the skipper you need to take an interest in the working of the boat and you need to learn with your boat what the um you know what what she's trying to tell you if engines won't start and 
you know what what you can and cannot do and a really good way of you know starting with that other than the online skipper is also just shadowing uh your mechanic on board um but more so than this being a mechanical thing what i'm really the point of this podcast is very much building in this to your passage planning and passage making and that you have thought about at any point in a journey what it would look like if you didn't have an engine in terms of how you can get yourself not just out of trouble but the term I always use with this is stable so how can I get the boat to a stable place that we can then make another plan and that needs to be something that whether you're just popping out for a day and anchoring up for a swim or you're planning to do multi-day you know international voyaging then that's something that you have a responsibility as a skipper to be on top of all the time now i hope this has been helpful we obviously go through from relatively straightforward local adventurer level um with things like the essential nav buddied up with uh the online skipper and vhf through to uh our more advanced passage planning courses so at whichever level you're at I'm sure that we've got something for you but what I want you to be doing is just start off by trying to think for the passages you're you're doing next time I'm out at the point that I would usually start the engine and it doesn't work what's my plan to stabilize the boat and keep the boat and everyone on it and everyone around us safe while I while I take my next steps so I hope this has been helpful and thanks very much for listening bye